Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, party people? Welcome into another episode of Underground Sports Philadelphia. To be specific, it's episode number 235. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, hanging out solo. We're doing this one just recorded, not live on Twitch or Facebook, which if you're not already, you should be following those two pages. Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. We'll be back live on Twitch on Wednesday, doing a little bit of different things than we normally do with the birds. The homie at Dan says that Dan Morgan will be joining me to talk some betting lines, and we should have another member of this Eagles draft class, media members, hopping on to talk about another draft pick from this Eagles draft class. But before we get into what we're going to talk about tonight, make sure... You show some love to our local sponsors, Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, the Dental Wellness Center of Ireland, and the newly reopened Bob Novick Auto Mall. Yes, that's right. Bob Novick Auto Mall in Bridgeton, New Jersey is open again. We shared their video on our Facebook page to give you all the deets on their new reopening so that you guys stay safe when you go in to get your car looked at. Or if you're going to look to go buy a new car. Bob Novick Auto Mall is the place to go. Bridgeton, New Jersey. Check them out. Let them know that Underground Sports Philadelphia sent you. And of course, you know, we talked about it on Twitter. Flowers are a nice gift, but they end up dying, guys. Flowers end up dying after like two weeks. So it's two weeks worth of money that you just spent down the drain. Why not hook up mom for Mother's Day if you didn't go out and get flowers already? With some kick-ass Philly sports merch, Design Tree is the place for you. That's dsgntree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Get our whole storefront locked and loaded. And we're going to hook you guys up big time because Design Tree... They, they be hooking us up. Use the promo code SPRING20. Save yourself 20% off your entire order at checkout. That is promo code SPRING20 at checkout. You're going to save yourself 20% off your entire order. And what goes better than some new swag from Design Tree than a pair of fresh shades from the homies over at Tomahawk Shades. Tomahawk Shades. They're the best in the business. They're delivering a quality product for an affordable price. They've been doing it for years now. The homies on Long Island just delivering the best possible sunglasses you could possibly ask for. I'm hooking my mom up with a Mother's Day gift of brand new sunglasses. You should be doing the same thing. 
the bright sun is right around the corner. You know, you want to go for a walk in the park, obviously practicing social distancing, all that good stuff. If you're going outside for a quarantine walk, you're going outside running some errands, going to the grocery store. You got to protect your eyes while you're driving, guys, and that is where Tomahawk Shades comes into play. You working from home? Are you, are you staring at your computer screen a ton, watching a ton of shows on Netflix and Hulu that you're going to be sending to us over at Streamer Season to put onto our catalog of watch list? Playing Animal Crossing, playing some Call of Duty in the Gulag. You need those Blue Light Plus glasses. I'm wearing mine right now. Tom Shades is going to hook you up big time too with our awesome promo code. It's the best one they offer. I have not seen a better promo code from the homies at Tomahawk Shades. That is promo code USP, short, simple, to the point, USP at checkout. You're going to save 25% off your order. That is promo code USP at checkout. You're going to save 25% off. Hook mom up with the best possible Mother's Day gift. Some shirts from Design Tree, a new pair of sunnies from our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Guys, the Philadelphia Eagles schedule has been completed. We obviously knew the opponents, but now we know the order. We know the time slots, and we know how this team is going 16-0. No, I'm just kidding. This team's not going 16-0. They've got some pretty difficult opponents in this year's schedule, but the schedule release came out. The video that the Birds put together on social media was fantastic, very streamer season-esque. Big props to the social team over at the Eagles. But the 2020 schedule in all its glory, as the Eagles said on Twitter, it's quite a schedule. We obviously knew the opponents. Because the Eagles finished in first place, they were going to have a first place schedule. And this year it's the AFC North, the NFC West. And obviously the first place team sprinkled in there as well, but... This season gets kicked off September 13th, 1 o'clock p.m. in Landover, Maryland. The Birds will be taking on Washington. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I, I damn well know for a fact every Super Bowl run has started on the road in Washington. Every time the Eagles have won the Super Bowl, they've they've started the season on the road in Washington. And I'm going to leave it at that. I like starting off against Washington. It's a good divisional check. Uh, there's going to be some interesting matchups. If the if the team's rosters stand as they are right now, and that is especially going to be Andre Dillard against Chase Young. You're going to have Darius Slay against Terry McLaurin. A lot of fun matchups in this ma- in this game, and you're going to see Washington twice a year, obviously. Uh, and we'll get to that as well. But following September 13th, we've got the Eagles home opener, September 20th, 1 o'clock p.m. at the link. The homie, the OG underground athlete, Jameel Demby, and the Los Angeles Rams come to town to open up the link for the 2020 season. Jared Goff against Carson Wentz, Aaron Donald and Fletcher Cox. It's going to be a fun matchup. I like that it's early in the season, and I like that L.A. is coming here. I think that's a big boost for the Eagles. I like this matchup. It's going to be a lot of offense. You know, you look at the weapons each team has. 
Obviously, Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley are gone, so the Rams rocking out with two wide receivers right now in uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. But Cooper Cup's a threat, man. He's a guy I wanted the Eagles to draft for a while, you know, during his draft year. And uh, he's become a really formidable wide receiver in the NFL. He's uh, Jared Goff's favorite target. It's going to be an interesting game. But I like that it's at home for the Eagles, and I like that it's early on in the season. Because then week three, the Cincinnati Bengals, Q, Joe Exotic, I saw a Tiger, Joe Burrow, and the Bengals come to town for another home matchup at the link. I don't think the Bengals are going to be that great. Sure, they've added a lot on offense. They've got Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green should be back healthy. They've got Joe Mixon. And now they've got their quarterback, and they also added T. Higgins. But I don't know. I don't think the Bengals... I think the Bengals are getting a lot more hype than what they should be. So again, I like this matchup for the Eagles. I like that it's early in the season, and I like that it's home. So you don't have to go to Ohio when it's freezing cold. Week 4, first primetime game, Sunday night football to kick off the month of October against the defending NFC champs, Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers. Very interesting game. Obviously, this is going to be a battle of San Francisco's defense going up against Carson Wentz. And then you've got the Eagles' defense against Jimmy G. Marquise Goodwin taking a look at his former team for the first time. This matchup's very interesting to me because San Francisco has pieces, but they they also lost some pieces. They traded DeForest Buckner. They traded Marquise Goodwin. You know, is, is Jimmy G the guy? There's a lot of question marks surrounding this 49ers team. And, uh, I mean, they're still a very good team. Don't get me wrong. But there's still a lot of questions about them. Then... Week 5, October 11th, Battle of Pennsylvania. The Birds head to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Big Ben against Carson Wentz for the first time since 2016. Should be a good matchup. I like it a lot. It's going to be interesting since it's on the road. But it's the Steelers. And I agree. You know, I was listening to John Barchard and Go Birds. I, I totally agree that we need to have a an every year it needs to happen Eagles Steelers matchup. You need to have that rivalry going. Like Barchard said, we already hate the Penguins. Why not hate the Steelers? It, it seems like Steelers fans hate Eagles fans more than Eagles fans hate Steelers fans. I would love for this to be an every year matchup. Inject it into my veins. Let's make it happen. I think it would be electric. To have Eagle Steelers just cross state rivals. Let's make it happen. I'm all aboard, Barchard. If you're listening to this one, I'm all aboard Eagle Steelers being a, a full-blown rivalry. Then we head to week six, October 18th, back at home for a three-game homestand, which I like. Three games straight at home. But the Baltimore Ravens kick it off. You get to see Lamar Jackson. You get to see Hollywood Brown. You get to see an old friend in Mr. Harbaugh. It's going to be a tough matchup because the Ravens have speed 
They use the tight end profusely. And the Eagles linebackers aren't necessarily linebackers. They're freak athletes that bring a lot of speed to the table. It's a matter of, are those linebackers going to be ready to take on guys like Mark Andrews? And do you have the speed to contain a guy like Hollywood Brown on the outside, on the inside, on the slot? There's a lot of questions when it comes to this Eagles team taking on the Baltimore Ravens. But I'm excited for the matchup because I think it's either going to be really freaking good or it's going to be a nightmare. But, you know, it's it's middle of October at the link. Things could get interesting, especially if fans are going to be at the link. Who knows? Nobody knows. But moving on, it's going to be a tough matchup for the second home game of this stretch because it's Thursday night, short week against the New York Giants. It's a divisional game. The Giants, you know, they've improved a lot. I think a lot of people are underselling what the Giants have done. I still don't think they're going to be great, but I don't think the Giants are going to be 3-13. and 13. You know, there's, there's still a lot that the Giants need to improve on, but coming off a short week against the Ravens, you know, how quickly can this team recover to get up for a divisional game? Obviously, you always get up for a divisional game, but... I'm very curious to see how they bounce back after playing a a very good opponent in the Ravens and then, you know, three days later taking on a divisional opponent. Thankfully, it's at home. I like that this is at home. Good matchup. Eagles have dominated the Giants in recent history. I like it. Then we move on to Sunday Night Football to kick off the month of November and the final home game of this three-game stretch against the Dallas Cowboys. The first matchup against Dallas comes in Week 8. It's going to be dynamic. It's going to be fun. Eagles-Cowboys on Sunday Night Football is always a party. Get your popcorn ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. Then the Eagles have a Week 9 bye week. I love the Week 9 bye. I think it fits in perfectly for how this schedule plays out because I think the Eagles' second-half schedule is a lot tougher than their first half. And we'll break it down right here. Because following the bye, following the bye week, come out and you play the New York Giants on the road November 15th in Week 10. And then you stay on the road November 22nd, 1 p.m. at Cleveland. Cleveland Browns, one of those mysterious teams that you don't really know what they're going to do this year. Do I think the Eagles will lose to the Cleveland Browns? Absolutely not. Because it's another way for the the Eagles to shove it up the Browns, you know what, and let them know that they messed up not taking Carson Wentz. Then it gets interesting for this next three-game, four-game stretch almost. You get Monday night football at home, which I like that it's at home, but it's against the Seattle Seahawks. I, I Until I can see this Eagles team, you know, Doug Peterson has a way with certain teams. You know, he's always been able to dominate the Giants. He's always been able to dominate specific teams. But for whatever freaking reason, Pete Carroll has the Eagles number. And until I can see the Eagles 
with my own two eyes beat the Seattle Seahawks because it has not happened. I believe we talked about this on Eagles Enemies with my man, Michael Dugar. The Eagles have not beaten the Seahawks since 2008. And I don't want to hear, all oh, the Seahawks are coming cross-country. It's going to mess with them. No, the Seahawks have perfected the whole cross-country traveling and knowing how to win coming across the country. So I don't want to hear any of that nonsense. Until I see the clock hit 0-0-0 on November 30th, maybe even into December 1st, I can't give the Eagles a win against the Seahawks. I just can't. Flat out cannot do it. Week 13, you hit the road for three straight. Or I'm sorry, you hit the road for the first time since the end of November. But you're taking on the Green Bay Packers. A team that's very up and down with this Eagles squad. They're 1-1, one one, I believe, against the Packers in the Doug Peterson era. It's a 425 game. December 6th, so you're going to Lambeau in the cold. Who knows if the Packers are going to be discombobulated by then. But it's going to be a fun game. Don't get it twisted. Then you come back home for another 425 start. This is a streak of five straight quote-unquote primetime games. Because you got the Monday night game, 425 against the Packers. 425 start time, December 13th, at home, at the link for the Malcolm Jenkins reunion game as the New Orleans Saints come to town. Now, I hate the Saints as much as the next Eagles fan, as much as the next NFL fan. But for whatever reason, the Saints coming to Lincoln Financial Field just gives me weird 2013 Chip Kelly vibes, and I absolutely hate it. But I think this is a very big positive for the Eagles. Drew Brees out in the cold. Not that great. It's late in the season. I think this game's going to mean a lot at that point in the season. I like this matchup when it comes to the Birds this late in the year. Then you get a December game in the warmth. Week 15, you head out to Arizona for a 4:05 start to take on Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, and the Arizona Cardinals. Again, another team that I need to see the Eagles beat. Because Larry Fitzgerald's still on that freaking team. And I love me some Larry Legend. But he always finds a way to mess with the Eagles and break our hearts. Then you're on the road again, week 16, two days after Christmas, 4.25 p.m. Down in Jarrah World, taking on the Cowboys. Which could ultimately decide the division again. We love a good week 16 division decider. And then week 17, you kick it into 2021, and hopefully the world gets back to normal when it gets to 2021, January 3rd, at home, 1 p.m. against Washington. So that is your Eagles schedule. Washington, the Rams, the Bengals, the 49ers, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Giants, the Cowboys, the bye week, the Giants, Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Cowboys, Washington. 
big fan of the schedule. I know a lot of people are skeptical about the schedule, saying it's a tough schedule, saying it's going to be difficult. And, you know, miss me with the 9-7 and seven nonsense because the Eagles have obviously changed the way that they're approaching things. They got faster on offense. They got faster on defense. They put weapons in front of Carson Wentz. They're getting bulkier on the offensive line depth. Doug Peterson and company are changing some things up when it comes to this team. It's not going to be the same old song and dance of 2018 and 2019. I think if all things go right, you know, injuries don't blitzkrieg us like they did last year or the year before or 2017. I think this team has a legitimate shot to go 11-5. and five. And I'll break it down for you right here. I think they start 3-0. and oh. I think they beat Washington handily. I think they beat the Rams. I think they beat the Bengals and absolutely slaughter them. I think the first loss comes in prime time. Sunday Night Football against San Francisco. You're going out to the West Coast. You're playing the defending NFC champs. They've got a very good defense. It's going to be a tough loss. It's going to be a close game, but I think it's going to be a tough loss. Pittsburgh, it's a coin toss, but I think they win that game. Then you come home and you suffer your first home loss to the Baltimore Ravens. That was a game I told you guys at the when I was breaking it down that the Eagles could either surprise everybody and destroy the Ravens or they'll lose. And right now on paper, I think I have them losing that game. Short week against the Giants. I think they win that game against the Giants and then at home against the Cowboys. Chalk it up as a win. I don't think the Eagles lose at home against Dallas. In that spot, it's 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 a it's a big win. It's a big time win spot. So right now, you got two losses on the board after eight games. You're six and two going into the bye. You're feeling great about yourselves. And then the second half of the season kicks in where it gets a little rocky, but you're still going to make way, win the division, and make the playoffs. Uh, don't think you'll get the one seed because it's going to be even more difficult now to get the one seed. But second half of the season, you got the Giants on the road and Cleveland on the road. I think that's two wins. You hit up. A Monday night football date against the Seahawks going into week 12 at 8-2. This is where things get a little dicey. I think you drop the game to Seattle. So now you're 8-3 and three going to Green Bay, which I think is a toss-up game. This is a toss-up game. You could either beat Green Bay like you did last year and really, you know, put a, a quality win on your on your schedule, or you lose to Green Bay. In an embarrassing fashion. I'm going to say they end up beating Green Bay. So you're sitting at 9-3. and three. You're going to beat the Saints. Malcolm Jenkins is coming back home. It's December. A big playoff spot's on the line. I think the Eagles end up winning that game, and I think it plays in their favor that the Saints are coming here and we're not going down to New Orleans. So right now, your only losses have come against San Francisco, Baltimore, and Seattle. You've got three losses on the board. 
I think you beat Arizona in week 15. And for whatever reason right now, I think that week 16 game is a loss. I could be wrong. No, you know what? Here's how we're going to do it. You win the first three, lose to San Fran. You beat the Steelers. You lose to the Ravens. You beat the Giants. You beat the Cowboys. You beat the Giants. You beat Cleveland. You lose to Seattle and lose to Green Bay. You beat the Saints. Beat Arizona. You beat the Cowboys. And then week 17 is a throwaway. You're resting. Everybody doesn't really matter. Could be a win. Could be a loss. But I have this team going 11-5 one way or another. I, I, I feel very good about this Eagles roster. I feel better than most. I think I'm still riding my, my high horse of buying into what I think this Eagles team is doing. A lot of people are upset with the roster construction and everything in between. I'm telling you guys, get on board right now because I think this Eagles team is going to be pretty damn good. Carson Wentz is going to be a ve- Carson Wentz could be very well be an MVP candidate this season with the speed that was added around him, the potential you know second year jump that Miles Sanders could have in the backfield for Carson. Ertz and Goddard are going to eat with these wide receivers around. You have defensive depth. I know I saw a uh, a trend going around on Twitter today, and I participated in it because it's fun to participate in things. And uh, it was, you know, do this for your team too. And uh, I said the the biggest addition to the Eagles, the key new addition is Javon Hargrave. Everybody talks about Darius Slay being the key new addition, and absolutely, I love Darius Slay. I think he's a fantastic addition to this team. But I think Javon Hargrave is the most underrated signing of the offseason by any team. Putting him next to Fletcher Cox is going to absolutely do wonders for this defense. I think here, So here is my do this for your team. Most overrated does not compute. Get that out of my face. Most underrated, I think, is Craven LeBlanc. I think a lot of people underestimate how good Craven is in the slot. He stepped in last year when he came back from injury and was dynamic. When the Eagles signed him in 2018, he stepped in and he was great. I think he is severely underrated on this team, and people don't really understand what this Eagles secondary has in Craven LeBlanc, and I think he's going to continue to show it in 2020. The best player on this team is still Fletcher Cox, in my opinion. Uh, Javon Hargrave is my key new addition. The The big surprise I think this Eagles team could have is from Josh Sweat. We saw flashes last year when he got opportunities, and I think he's going to have a bigger role in this rotation on the defensive end and on the defensive line this season. You know, We could still see Vinny Curry potentially come back on a one-year deal, but I think Josh Sweat is ready to take a big jump and a big leap. And being a guy that ends up being a steal in a Howie Roseman draft. You know, they took him in the fourth round, and if it wasn't for his massive leg injury he suffered when he was going into college, he would have been a first-round pick. A lot of people viewed him as the 28th best player in that draft. 
So if Josh Sweat can take a, a leap forward and be a key contributor on that defensive line rotation, look out. Because right now he's your third defensive end when it comes to that rotation. You look at the defensive line, starting-wise, it's going to be Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, uh, Hargrave, and Derek Barnett, and you're going to rotate in Malik Jackson, Josh Sweat, Sharif Miller right now, Hassan Ridgeway. The defensive line is going to eat this year. So look out for that. And then takes a leap, Miles Sanders, prove it year, and I love him, it's Sidney Jones. Sidney Jones has a lot to prove this year. There's a lot to kind of break down and dissect when it comes to Sidney Jones. I think the added swagger in the secondary is going to be a huge boost for him. And he's got a lot to prove. He, he started proving a lot at the end of last year. He's making big plays towards the end of the season when the Eagles desperately needed it. I've been a Sidney Jones believer since day one. I was at the draft when he was drafted and was super excited when he was the pick. So don't get it twisted. I've been a Sidney Jones believer since the beginning, and I'm very excited to see what he can bring to this secondary in 2020. It's just a matter of can his lack of confidence get turned into actual confidence around the players that are in that secondary with him. You know, you look at Darius Slay, Rodney McLeod, Jalen Mills, Will Parks, Kayvon Wallace, Craven LeBlanc, Nickel Roby Coleman, who I think is a guy that's also completely forgotten about from uh, free agency signings. This team has so much freaking talent in the secondary, it's not even funny. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's so much to to look into with this Eagles team and so many people are just so fixated on the Jalen Hurts stuff. But I mean, I think the secondary is the most fascinating piece of this this team. That unit is could drive so many conversations. Who's going to play your your hybrid linebacker? Who's going to be back at safety? Who's playing that second outside corner? Russell Douglas is still on this team. You know, there's there's so many so many pieces. Avante Maddox, where is he going to slide in? The secondary, I think, is the most unbelievably fascinating group on this Eagles roster that's not getting enough talk because so many people want to write it off as not good. They want to write it off as as mediocre, lackluster. I completely disagree. I think the secondary has talent. I think it's young. It's got youth. It's got veteran leadership in Rodney McLeod and Darius Slay. But overall, I think this Eagles secondary is very good, has the potential to be great. And people better watch out. Team, These teams better watch out when it comes to the Eagles secondary this year. You look at the number one wide receivers on all of these teams that Darius Slay is more than likely going to have to face. Terry McLaurin twice a year, Amari Cooper twice a year, uh, Cooper Cup, A.J. Green, Brandon Ayuk, Juju Smith-Schuster, Hollywood Brown, Darius Slayton for the Giants, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Tyler Lockett and or D.K. Metcalf, Devontae Adams, 
Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins. That second half is going to be very fun to watch matchup-wise. Darius Slay versus those wide receivers, and I know he tweeted earlier this week that he's ready for it. But it's going to be a good old-fashioned corner versus wide receiver. Who makes the pl- who makes the play first? And it's going to be must-see TV. Going up against OBJ, let's say for all intents and purposes, Tyler Lockett, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and Amari Cooper for six straight weeks for Darius Slay. He's going to earn his money right there. And that's why I think the second half of the Eagles season is that much more difficult. You look at the opponents. Obviously, the Giants are in there. Divisional opponent, it's always going to be a matchup to watch. But Cleveland has weapons. OBJ, Jarvis Landry. They've got Nick Chubb. Is Baker Mayfield going to take a step forward? They signed Austin Hooper. Great offense on paper. Seahawks, Russell Wilson, DK, Tyler Lockett. Green Bay is Devontae Adams. They've got Aaron Jones. The Saints have Michael Thomas. They've got Emmanuel Sanders. They've got Alvin Kamara. The Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Kenyon Drake. Kyler Murray. Up-and-coming team, I think, in that NFC West. And then the Cowboys... Always a tough matchup because it's your biggest rival. And they've got weapons. Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Zeke. You know, they've got they've got pieces that this Eagles team is gonna have to defend very well if they want to succeed against them. And then Washington, you got Terry McLaurin, who I think is gonna be just an Eagles killer his entire career. Now it all depends on who's playing quarterback for Washington, but I digress. I still think Terry McLaurin is one of the more talented young wide receivers in the NFL. Overall, though, 11-5 and five is what I have this Eagles team at. You guys let me know what you have the Eagles going in our Apple Podcast reviews. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do, too. We're very close to 300 five-star ratings and reviews. Once we get there... Reading the reviews part two will commence, and I'll be reading everything from 200 to 300 and making your ears bleed as you listen to my voice slowly dwindle away. But let me know what you think this Eagles record is going to be and why in our Apple Podcast reviews. And if you don't have an iPhone, just tweet at us at UndergroundPHI. I don't know about you guys, though. But before I get into my next topic, i got to talk to you about our friends at Tomahawk Shades because they're the ones helping us pay the bills. You guys have been coming out in droves using our promo code with them, saving yourselves some money. And man, i got to tell you, this product is the best of the best. Two brothers and a big idea. Andrew. Ryan. The Shapiro Brothers. They founded this company. So this is a story about how they created a sunglasses company that's light on the wallet but stands out in a crowd. Here's a thought. Quote, why spend $100 plus on shades that will just break when we can make our own that are even better? This is the exact quote 
from Andrew Shapiro, the co-founder of Tomahawk Shades, who just wanted to wear shades that didn't cost last week's paycheck. And so started the idea of Tomahawk Shades. We don't really remember the rest of the convo. We were here we were too excited. So how do we create a product with the highest standards while still making the shades affordable? Well, damn, we are smart. And don't forget, there are two of us. They're twins. These are the fine words from Ryan Shapiro. And that moment became our first true business meeting. From there, they found a manufacturer who understood that they wanted to do small batch with the highest quality control. This allowed them to bring the best product to the table that you've all come to know and love. And here's a quote from two-time champion of the Super Bowl, Chris Hogan, who is also a part owner of the company. Quote, it's awesome seeing and being around people who are so passionate about providing such great products. Why go and buy $200 Ray-Bans when these are way better? That's a direct quote from a two-time Super Bowl champion. By creating the quality shades everyone was looking for, Tomahawk Shades has been able to work with some amazing people and brands over the years, from professional hockey player Matt Martin to one of the all-time uh, great lacrosse players in Kyle Harrison, they've been able to plant themselves among some of the most sought-after brands and individuals in our space. They've been able to travel the world creating, enhancing, and learning what is the best to continue to make their brand stand out. And the plans for the future at Tomahawk Shades are strong, from developing the Blue Light Plus technology to creating shades for a cause charity. Their shades for a cause charity. They plan on using their platform and technology to advance their shades to the highest level. More collabs and partnerships will be coming, so join us on our journey. Hashtag Fit for Any Lifestyle. That's our friends at Tomahawk Shades, and they're hooking you up with our partnership promo code USP. Use that promo code at checkout, USP. You're going to save yourself 25% off your order on the best damn sunglasses product on the planet. Tomahawk Shades, quality product, affordable price. Use our promo code USP. Help us pay some bills and keep the lights on. I don't know about you guys, but I have been getting pretty invested in the Korean baseball organization. My NC Dinos took their first loss early this morning. But I got to tell you guys, this this league has talent, man. It's very exciting. You know, my, my Dinos might have lost. They blew a lead. But you're seeing teams get after it in, in big ways. They are competitive. They're talented. It's not like some piss-poor product. If you have the chance to, I know the the games air live pretty damn early in the morning. The next couple games air at 5.30 a.m. over the next couple of days. But uh, ESPN is doing the rebroadcasts on ESPN2 at 2 p.m. Eastern time of the game that is aired early that morning. So if you miss out on it, say you're working or... You know, you're working from home, can't throw it on. 2 p.m., you'll be able to watch the replays of these games uh, all week, which is very exciting. Now, it's very unfortunate that my Dinos don't play 
till Tuesday. I'm going to have to wait a little bit. When I get home from work, I'm, I'm watching my NC Dinos take on the KT Wiz. Um, the Korean baseball organization is very talented. It, is, it has really um, filled a void for my Major League Baseball you know, missing out on Major League Baseball, but Major League Baseball has a plan in place that we might know by Tuesday. Thanks to all the people covering this damn sport that I love. ESPN's Jeff Passan said that there is a proposal coming potentially on Tuesday to get Major League Baseball started back up. And uh, he put out a report today you know, Sunday night as I record this, 60 of the almost 6,000 participants in the study of Major League Baseball employees tested positive for the COVID-19 antibodies. The prevalence of 0.7% adjusted for error was lower than the study's author expected. It shows the value of doing the science. So it's going to be, you know... There's going to be some leapfrogging to do when it comes to getting Major League Baseball started back up. There's a lot of proposals on the board. Uh, And another thing, Major League Baseball's 2020 draft will be happening on June 10th, but it will be condensed heavily. Uh, There's only going to be five rounds. Teams can utilize their allotted money as they see fit. Undrafted player signing period begins on June 13th with a max bonus of $20,000, and draft signing deadline is August 1st. Um, it's 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 kind of a, a shitty situation there when it comes to the draft. Uh, the union wanted to have 10 rounds, um, but there was just too much back and forth um, between the Players Association and the league, but... Um, it limited the number of undrafted players teams could sign, but it is also kind of crappy because I believe Jeff Passan reported that it would have been like a million dollars total if those extra rounds were in there. It's, it's unfortunate, you know, Major League Baseball's at least the first round. I love watching. I don't really dive too heavy into the draft. I try to keep up with prospects throughout the year, um, but, I mean, it's a draft. It's it's fun to take in. And we're going to try to get the man, the myth, the legend, Jack Fritz, on a show to talk about these prospects. But we're going to see if Major League Baseball can, you know, clear a proposal forward and, and get the league started back up this year. There's talks that it could be 82 games and then a bit of an extended playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Either way, the Korean Baseball Organization is playing. Make sure you check it out. It's it's a very good product. I've been impressed. As a big baseball fan that you guys who listen to this show know, I've been very impressed with what I've been able to watch. And damn, I gotta tell you, I was pissed <laughs> that Dan Straley's off-speed pitches were looking that good and he couldn't even crack the Phillies roster last year after they acquired him post-trade deadline. Because, man... He would have been nice coming out of the bullpen or as a, a swing starter or something. But uh, I think that's all I got for you guys. Korean baseball is fun. Tune in. 
NC Dinos, Aaron Altair season. They've got the Korean JT Real Muto. Korean Baseball Organization's JT is on that roster. They've got some good pitching, too. So buy-in. It's a lot of fun. It's a live sport going on. And the replays are shown at a, a normal hour for us here in the States. So check it out if you haven't. Let me know what you think the Eagles' overall record's going to be as of now. Leave it all in our Apple Podcast reviews. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. We're very close to 250, which means we're very close to 300 overall Apple Podcast five-star ratings and reviews. And if you don't have an iPhone, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Make sure you check out the most recent Outside the Box episode, myself and Dom broke down all things going on with the PLL Championship Series later on this summer. Very excited for that. And make sure you leave a five-star rating and review over there because hashtag wise guys never win. Streamer season will be back very, very soon. Uh, we'll be talking about Tiger King and a couple other shows that we have docked coming up as well. Make sure you check out 4th and Goal at 4th and Goal USP on the Twitter machine. And make sure you check out the podcast I produce with the one and only Connor Miles at Miles Sheet on Twitter. Just another football podcast. We're getting that back in the swing of things now too. Breaking down all things post-draft and schedule release and everything in between. So at another FB pod for that one. You can follow us on Twitter at UndergroundPHI. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check us out on Instagram as well, at UndergroundPHI. And we will be back Wednesday night, like I said at the top of the show. Dan the Man Morgan will be joining me, talking some betting lines on these uh, on this Eagles schedule. Some NFL betting as well early on, over-under odds. And talking about this schedule, he's been chomping at the bit to talk some birds, so he's going to be joining me. And we should have another guest to break down another Eagles prospect that they drafted in the 2020 NFL Draft. Content's going to keep coming, guys. We appreciate you immensely for still tuning in during this time. Make sure you stay safe. Do the right things. Practice social distancing. Don't be stupid because we love you. And we want the best for our listeners who are the best damn listeners in the world. This has been episode number 235 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, brought to you by our friends at Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automall. They are back open for business. Make sure you check out our Facebook page for all that information. We shared their video there. Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, our friends at Design Tree. Use the promo code SPRING20. Save yourself 20% off at checkout. And our awesome friends at Tomahawk Shades. Use our promo code USP at checkout to save yourself 25% off your order. You guys are the best. We'll be back Wednesday night. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow the channel so you know when we go live. We're five followers away from 100. Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Hopefully Facebook will let me broadcast the show on our freaking page instead of my personal. But we'll see what happens. You guys are the best. I'm your host, KB. 
we are signing off. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Peace. Oh,